just got your asses whipped by a bunch of goddamn nerds. Hey, sports fans, welcome to Sports Nerds. Here are your hosts, Dr. Samuel J. and Dr. Brian Schrader. That sounds good to help. No, keep going. Now I'm recording. Fuck <laughs> off, I'm not singing. Here, I'll play it for you. We don't have it copyrighted, though. Well, okay, then I won't play it. I'm just kidding. Like like anybody. I closed cares. it. I closed. It doesn't matter. Anyways, like the, the song from the movie that like won, I think it won Best Original Song and all that sort of stuff. I always assumed was the end of the movie. Right? But it's not. No, it's like, it's like eight minutes in. <laughs> it happens very early. That's and so then funny. I'm like, what is this movie going to be about then? Huh. And it's so mostly it's- about Bradley Cooper getting wasted and being mean to Lady Gaga. <sighs> Who knew? I didn't know. So it's like, we, Chernobyl. I it's like it was Chernobyl, a, Chernobyl, where everything uh, that's ruined at the beginning. Oh, dude, like, I tried know. to watch that. There's so many shows that I start to watch. I'm like, I need to watch it at night. Mm-hmm. There's so much shit on TV that's so it's so like not emotionally dark. Like I can't see it. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, you're sorry. You're saying you can't actually see what's on the <laughs> I can't screen? Physically see it's too dark. Because okay. I was like, oh, you sound like this, Catherine. This like, happens. This, this happens. Ca- no, no, no. It's not so dark like it hurts my feelings. It's dark like I can't see what's going on. <laughs> Why is it that every movie set in Europe that is made by an American or for Americans, the actors just are British and just talk British accents? Yeah, like yeah, let's have these Ukrainians or these you know Soviet Russians talk like they're British. Yeah, I I only watched like the first half, but I had the exact same question: Why are they all British? I guess because we're too ignorant to notice. They're not supposed to be British, though. No, they're not British. Yeah, with a name like they're like oh Sergey, but they said all British like. Yeah, exactly. With uh, yeah, some some crazy Soviet yeah you know block last name. Yeah, why not? Have, why not just have a Russian accent? That's the thing. Like, Catherine and I were talking last night. There are enough actual decent Russian actors out there to do it. Yeah, like the like the dude from uh, um, the Americans, who's now in a bunch of Amer uh, 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 actual other stuff. I never saw That's that. A, I never saw that show. Um, it was good. He's an actual like fucking. What the hell was he in? He was in like a big, or he's in a new show. Uh, real tall Russian guy, but he's like he's he's Russian. He's yeah. got a Russian actor. He's a good actor. Or um, who's the uh, there's yeah there's a bunch. Like just you try. know what the biggest um, fuck up in in terms of that is. Even though I love this movie, it's Scottish Sean Connery or whatever is he Scott? I think he's Scottish. Yeah, as a Russian submarine captain. Oh, I didn't even think of in, in that. Right. October. It doesn't you're, make sense. You're right. No, that makes zero sense. Let them sing. You're Scottish, bro. They won't notice. I do love that movie, hey. though. Is that a Tom Clancy novel? Uh, I think it is. It's Jack Ryan, yeah, so it must be Tom Clancy. Oh, is it Jack Ryan? See, man, look at you. Clear and you, Present uh, Danger? Yeah, I could Some see. Some of yeah. All Fears was Ben Affleck as Jack Ryan. That was terrible. You're like a, terrible. You're like a living airport bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did teach today. I got to teach today, Brian. Sheesh. Brian Schrader, Sam J. It's been a while, Brian, since we recorded this thing. Welcome back to Sports Nerds, buddy. I I've, I've been having withdrawals. I know you were really excited to record today. I could tell from the from the tone of your text. Yeah. That's a real thing. Um, I was. It was not one thumbs up. It was two. 
Well, yeah. And Thumbs usually up. when you're, I, I get the sense that when you're apathetic about something, you just say, sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. So I know. Okay, See, that's sure. the problem with, with texting. There's no affect cues. You, just, no. you can't tell how I'm feeling. But you get to know people well enough. Like when my <laughs> wife is, is apathetic, she just says, K. K. See, like, honestly, okay. I, sometimes I just want to vary it up. I feel like if I just send too many thumbs up or whatever this is called. That's okay. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, that people will think I'm just phoning it in. So you change it up a little bit, drop a sure in there. <laughs> drop a sure in there. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Confuses the <laughs> hell out of me. What are you really thinking? Oh, so it is. Uh, I'm a little punchy is, today. You are. You're feeling like, <coughs> oh, yeah, I'm excited for this one. It's June 10th. <coughs> June 10th. We haven't recorded in about a month. I was going to say, uh, when was the last one? It's been a while. We've been busy. I mean, to be to be totally transparent with our beloved well, audience. you were out of town. Yeah, and we also had final. We were, we were wrapping up the semester and things got crazy and, um, you know, a lot of stuff. I'm doing this online class I think I told you about, which is extremely time consuming to build out. And then you've been, you know, wrapping up debate and everything. How was the debate season, by the way? It was good. It was fun. Everybody, did, you did pretty well? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I got a lot of I got a lot of young kids, you know, so they're they're okay. they're learning, improving. Had a boy. boy, good work. That's all I can ask for. And then what? Uh, uh, okay, so Father's Day is in a week. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day coming up to all the dads out there. Happy U.S. Open, Pebble Beach. Let's not okay, and let's be totally frank here. Mother's Day, all about moms. Friday or Father's Day, nobody really gives a fuck. <laughs> But it's my birthday, so I get a golf on Father's Day. Your and, birthday's uh, on Father's Day. Yeah, dude. It's like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not that that you know, pissed about people forgetting Father's Day and birthday. I'm okay. It's fine. It's you know, I find my ways, uh, you know, to hide my spending from my wife anyway. So it's 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 you know, cash allows for that. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I work downtown. It was, a, it was a good secret until yeah. just now. So just now. Until you just she knows it to the internet. She knows I'm kidding. But I do work downtown. And, you know, there's all kinds of meetings that need to happen around town. That if you, if you happen to have a beer in a meeting, who can blame you? That's just yeah. that's how networking is done. Honey, my, I have a podcast called Unfiltered. It's about beer. I mean, what do you expect? I mean, it's just, you know, it's the authenticity component. Yeah. Let's um, be reasonable. So, uh, first things first, old boy, uh, U.S. Open Pool, everybody, it's now up and running. I'll send an email after we record as well to everybody out there who's been in the past. You can get it, get in there by going to tinyurl.com slash nerds. US Open. That's tinyurl.com slash nerds. US Open. Uh, I don't think they're going to prompt you for a password but if they do let me make sure i get the right one here is this our third annual it is no, our second, second so it's up there second. i can mm -hmm. see it um let me make sure i get the I, i've never had anybody ask about the password so i don't know no. if it's actually prompt. if you've been in there before at least once it, it just brings up everything yeah for it's the same place we did the soccer ones and everything so if you've done it you've done it that is correct uh i gotta get money to our it was it was crazy how fast these majors are coming. Yeah, because they moved that. Out. They moved that PGA. I thought it was going to be cool. I actually didn't like it. No, I didn't. Either. Too much. It's too much. And now we're on our third major already. Oh, and, and also it was unwatchably bad thanks to Brooks Kepka. Just go going low, whooping everybody's ass. 
and then just kind of uh, didn't really and have can to you be frank, just looking like freakishly handsome the entire time. He's a good looking dude. He really is. He is. Um, I was happy for him. Although, ugh, shit, I need to send you. There's a gif out there uh, with he and his wife. Oh, dude, I, I heard yeah. Mark. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't name names. Someone told me about, I already said it. Marcus told me about this. Yeah, it's pretty Because I always say, every time I think of Brooks Kepler, I tell people how freaking handsome he is. He, then Marcus told me, he's like, no, nah, he was a jerk to his wife. So, yeah, I mean, he, I didn't see it, but she apparently, what, what happened? She tries to like walk up and give him a kiss as he's winning that tournament. He's like, get off of me. Yeah, something, something <laughs> to that effect. Um, but yeah, we, I still got to pay out for that. Sorry. The Masters, I was able to, we paid out kind of immediately. Uh, the only reason that we haven't paid out the PGA is because I left town and I just haven't been able to do it because it's coming so fast. Uh, it tends to, you know, the payouts can tend to depend on how many entries we have, but for the most part, uh, the, the, the third place, you know, gets their money back, maybe plus 10 bucks. Second place gets about 10, 15, 20% of the, uh, of the take. And then the winner gets the rest. And so I think Mike Oliphant won 120 ish for the masters. I didn't pay him though yet because Mike just left Denver and now he's working at Harvard medical school. So he's fine on money, Brock, or I mean, uh, uh Brian, he's, <laughs> Wait, he's, he won he's, the masters one. I thought Marcus won the masters one. No, Marcus won our, uh, March Madness pool. Oh, March Madness. You're right. Yeah. Mike won the Masters. Uh, I can't remember who won. Who won the uh, PGA? Shit, I don't even it know. It was not me. Brooks it was not me. Brooks, yeah, I got third, so I I felt I felt good about myself. It's the first time I placed in one of our wonderful events. Did you so, see how many people picked Brooks Kepka to win that thing? Were there a lot? I was surprised. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, he's always he's he's been really consistent. He's always kind of there. Um, but but yeah. if you remember for that Masters, right? You didn't have to take a flyer to get Tiger Tiger Woods because he was ranked like. 200th in the world at that point yeah but by um by the pga he was in that top tier right mm, or the top the, two, i think he was in the top tier I, I don't know it doesn't matter okay um i don't know wait are you talking about on our pool where he was ranked or how the pga uh, the fedex cup had him ranked uh, where the where the 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 site that we use had him ranked what i mean oh. is <clears throat> i think you had to choose between Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson Gordon. and Tiger Woods. So I figured there, yeah. there would be more, especially in that first tier, right? Any of those yeah. guys are, are good picks, but there mm-hmm. was lots and lots of people who, who took Brooks, Brooks Kepka. I, I learned after the fact that I guess he was the odds on favorite to win it going in, which I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why, but yeah, no. Yeah. I see what you're saying. The masters tiger was, had, was, had not been at top tier, but um, for the PGA, he had slipped into that top tier, obviously yeah. after. Winning that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did you yeah, see you Rory yesterday? Yeah. Was it yesterday? Won the Canadian Open, shot a shot a sixty one. Did he really? Yeah, That's, and oh, and bogeyed the last hole. So he could have. Tiger is still there in the top tier. It looks like yeah, for the for the U.S. Open. I don't know if that course really behooves Tiger. Anyhow, we'll pick anybody. That course, it's, no. it's, it's, of course, is terrible, right? Or I mean, in a great way. In a great way. It's tough, right? That's the US Open is so fantastic. Uh Ben Kilberg won our PGA championship. I'm in no rush to pay Ben Kilberg. So um although Ben did pay for my drinking tickets on several occasions when I was in college. So I should pay it forward yeah. and say thank you. Uh we have I don't the think US money you owe him is paying it forward, just to throw that out there. Wait, that's a wrong you're right. I used the wrong cliche. <laughs> 
I feel like uh, I listen to a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk's podcast because he's got some good insight on social media marketing, but he uh, is not the sharpest tool in the shed. Or, uh, you know, And so um, he uses a lot of metaphors incorrectly and cliches incorrectly, and it's starting to drive me nuts. So sorry, Gary V, if you listen to this podcast, I'm guessing you don't because you're worth like a billion dollars. The best way to describe my teaching is that I just constantly mix metaphors. That's it. That's, that's all I do. That you do? I do constantly. Really? I've never, never not intentionally. No. Okay. I'll be more uh, diligent about uh, criticizing you. So easy for me. Um, It's sort of a personal brand. Women's world cup is up and running. Um, I'm, I'm always, uh, uh, kind of fascinated by the popularity of the women's world cup. Um, in particular, the fact that it's almost easier to watch and find than the men's World Cup is. I don't know if you've noticed that, but certainly this year, I mean, Fox, it's on Fox, on FS1, you can find all the matches. But I mean, yeah. that's, that's that's been, you know, since the U.S. women won the World Cup so many World Cups ago, that's been the, the line. Um, they're extremely, it's popular. People like to watch the Women's World Cup and um, enjoy it. Did you did you hear about this uh, ticket thing? What was the what was one of the one of the uh, uh, people in my department, um, she's traveling to Paris with her family this summer, and they bought World Cup tickets or you know yep. just tickets for one of the games, and they got um, an an email that was like, "Here are your tickets," and they're not together. What? And it and it happened a ton wow. apparently, and she sent she sent me a link to an article about it that all these people bought. You know, even some of these tickets were you know, thousands of dollars. And that you got your tickets and it was like ones in this section and ones in this row. And so their daughters are, you know, school age, they're young. And so they have their, their seats are, they have one pair of seats that are together and then two singles that are someplace else. And so uh, it sounds like her plan is to, um, to show up with like uh, using Google translate, you know, Hey, can we please switch seats with you? Converted into France and just showing it to people, which I mean, it's what you got to do. I mean, I just want to put the kids in the singles and hope for the best. (laughs) I mean, in a foreign country. That's, that's kind of funny. When know. we came, when we went from Paris to London last year uh, on the train, on our way back, they fucked. Up. They did the same thing. Oh, they fucked. Maybe it's the French. Like they, I guess the wine and the baguettes have gotten to them. No, and their answer to this is people are all pissed off, and they're like, "Well, there was like a really small fine print, you know, caveat at the bottom that your seats may not be together, and you bought them anyway." So, yeah, deal with it. Like... It's it's it, it, it doesn't make any sense, right? It's mm. it's. You know, it's 2019. We've figured out selling tickets. This doesn't happen anywhere else in the world. It's not like you buy, you know, baseball tickets and you show up and you're like, oh, bummer. You're in section 308 and mm-hmm. I'm in section 102. I mean, like typically you pick out That's your seats. Really good point. I guess here the website was like, tell us how many tickets you want. And then you say four and they're like, all right, here's your wow. four random tickets. It sounded like huh. it was weeks that later is, too. That is odd. Huh. I guess <clears throat> I'll find this article that that she sent me and send it to. Speaking you. of tickets, uh, I bought two Rolling Stones tickets. You know, you know, I, I, the concert was supposed to be in May at uh, Mile High. Now they moved it mm-hmm. August, and I was gonna go. And I was gonna I put them up on StubHub for you know an insane amount of money, and I was like, oh, if they sell, I won't go. And they sold, and so I felt bad because I really wanted to see the Stones, but I've talked myself out of it. It's like you know. Do you want to see a really a group of really old fuckers that you that you love be terrible? And I just don't want to do it. I saw George Jones one time when I lived in a in, in Dallas. I went to Fort Worth and saw him at the Fort Worth Opera House, and it was it was terrible. I left. I left, and it's I've never been able to listen. I haven't been able to listen to George Jones since. 
Like it just ruined it. Yeah. So I can't do that. I don't want to do that. I had I had to, tickets to the Red Sox Rockies World Series in yes, you did. 2007. And I had, um, I had a friend who worked there who called me. She worked in the ticket office and she called me and she was like, for some reason, they didn't release all the obstructed view tickets. And they, they had no plans to announce it. They were just going to sit there. Um, and she, she called me and she's like, call me back. Here's the the direct number to my sales thing. And you can have basically as many tickets as you want. So I got, I had six seats yeah. for game four. And then I think I had four or six. No, I think I had another four for game. What would it have been when they came back? Mm-hmm. Six or something like that. I don't know. I don't remember if it was a two, three, two. It might've been, it doesn't matter. I had, t- I had tickets for the next game too. Um, and I had a real long internal debate about like, I could sell these tickets. I bought them at face value. could sell them for, thousand bucks or something like that but i went anyways that's one of those things where yeah yeah i mean yeah that's i was in grad school i was like this could pay my rent for a couple months you that's know? i think in that i would have done the same thing it's particular being a no Gone. Yeah, yeah 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 you're a red yeah. sox fan you gotta go yeah but i didn't i, I could have sold the obstructed view ones but i gave them to my brother well, my my sister my brother and sister went in those tickets i didn't give them to them they paid me but I did not jack up the price. On um, I would have made your brother pay no. much more now. He's supposed <laughs> to have tickets. To the Cubs. All right. I might be mistelling the story a little bit. I think she called me and she was like, you can buy as many tickets as you want. And I was like, yeah, I could if I had any money. So then I had to call my mom and use her credit card. Wow. Really that is, uh, that's amazing right there. That's good stuff. <laughs> hey, Man, that was broken grad right school. They, uh, they are in town. Yeah. I'm going to the game tonight. Um, and as long as Jay Schrader comes through, I'm going to the game on Wednesday. So should be fun. Rockies are hot right now. Ooh, Cubs are playing ball hot. too. Yeah, that's true. That's two that's Very. two good teams. And they just played uh last week. So little little rematch. This is a weird season. It feels baseball, odd. Man. It feels odd. Uh sorry that Big Poppy got shot. Yo, man, isn't that he crazy? got shot in the stomach? Oh back. Back. Huh. There's you can like watch the surveillance video of it. I've chosen not to. But you can watch it online because the first reporting was like um, that this was an mm-hmm. attempted robbery. But everything I've read from people who've watched the video are like, it's not what it looks like. It looks like a dude just walked up and shot him in his back. Um, I was texting with my sister, uh, Meg, about it this morning. And she told me that apparently this guy shoots Big Poppy and then everyone in this place. Beat yeah, you know, Sarah said that there was a video up. I was uh, He was on Twitter last night and I didn't watch it. He said it's pretty grotesque. Yeah, I don't want to watch big poppy get shot what an interesting i mean like i I was wondering whether or not we would talk about this or not it's a weird it's sports related but it's not a sports story but talk about a dude who is just so much bigger than baseball whatever right i mean obviously he's got i guess whatever sorry i don't like big poppy yeah (laughs) he is he is i guess and his yeah well yeah but wait what do you mean actually i gotta i'm gonna i'm gonna press this what do you mean he's bigger than baseball well i mean so he's definitely got he, – he was in Boston when the Boston Marathon stuff happens and was like a, you know, a, a, a public figure kind of – I don't know what the, what the right word is, but, you know, he gave kind of a, a famous this is our fucking city speech or whatever. So, you know, the people of Boston obviously love him. They say his celebrity is even bigger um, in the in the DR. That makes so. sense. Um, I don't know. It's just – a lot of guys finish up. Even if they're really great baseball players, they finish up and you like never see or hear from them again. And then other guys, you know, they they just have staying power. And, you know, I don't, I don't know what it is. It is personality, it is. right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, 
How can you just like that guy, man? He was, an, he was almost really funny, uh, uh, pretty funny. Because he cheated. Nobody ever cared. <laughs> That's why. He got away. He got. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good transition, transition to, to. Well, Trump. do you want to go Trump or do you want to go Warriors Raptors? Because we should be timely. And probably let's, Warriors let's do. Yeah. Uh, um, um, uh, people are just piling on the Warriors, of course. We, we love dynasties until we don't. You know, like it's just, yeah. that's just what happens. Um, have you been watching? Oh, wait, wait, oh, shit. Oh, hold on. Before, yeah. Before yeah, we yeah. Move on, Cargo is raking for the Cubs. Have you seen this? He's just raking. Um, I mean, he's not, he's hitting 250, sure, but he's got home runs, some RBIs, he's playing good <laughs> defense. And I didn't know Cargo was a Cub until I watched the game yesterday because I didn't know Cargo was a Cub until 12 seconds cub. ago. He's a Cub. Who knew it? Cargo. As is, uh, as Craig is Krim- Craig Kimball. Craig? Craig Kimball. Craig, Craig Krimble. I like, I like uh, Keg Krimble. That's a better, that's a better name. That is, he will forever be known in, in my mind. Keg Krimble. Krimble. He did it. No, no, he's a Cub. That's, that's a big get for the Cubs. <laughs> that's, that's huge. Yeah. Dude. Is it? Massive. Our bullpen is terrible. I know that, I know that you guys needed the bullpen yep. help, but I tell you what. Yeah, sure. That dude's great. Uh, his numbers, his career numbers are absolutely insane. Uh, man, he was a heart attack to watch last year. A little it tight, was terrible. A little tight in there. A little scary. It was. Yeah. Good luck. Well, Good every luck. every Pedro Strop appearance is the same thing for the Cubs. So, at no point was I like the Red Sox to go back. Remember, out and get that what's guy. the Red Sox record now? By the way, thirty-four. We were 32, so, thirty-four. Uh, I mean, a month ago, both of us were. Two months ago, both of us were. We thought it was. We thought thirty-four it was and thirty-two. Like yeah. Yeah, I mean they 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 got back up to they were so far below five hundred they kind of got back around five hundred and that's basically what they've been playing they're playing roughly five hundred ball since then the the crazy thing for the Red Sox at least in my mind is I, I think they've played far below their mm-hmm. potential so far and they've got the fourth best record in the AL I mean it's good enough I guess if I mean if you can play that shitty through you know sixty six mm-hmm. what what is that a third yeah. of the season. I mean, if, you, if they can play that bad and be right around five five hundred and yeah. be in striking distance, I mean, I, other teams, I think in, in the AL anyway, had an opportunity to to really put some distance uh, between them and other folks in the standings and didn't do it. So I think it's I, I don't know the, the 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 Cubs are a different story. They're, I mean, they're playing Play, playing good ball. ball. Um, I can't can't complain. Uh, yeah, yeah, second best record in the NL right? behind the Doyers. Did you see Max Muncie? Phillies are better than I thought. Uh, Did you see Max Muncie and Mad Bombs back and forth? What you didn't see this? Oh, it's uh, um, uh, in the game. In the game. Hold on. Uh, Let me find you the exact quote. Fantastic stuff, by the way. Fantastic. Uh, um, Damn it! I can't see the. I gotta find the actual quote. (laughs) You you don't want to summarize it. You won't do it justice. It was it was awesome. Oh, uh, bomb gutter. Uh, 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 he basically said, don't stare. Don't watch the ball. Leave the park. Oh, no, don't watch the this. ball run. And, and what did he say? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, uh, if he doesn't want me to watch the ball, go get it out of there. Go get it out of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's pretty good. That's oh pretty my good. God. No, I think that's, that's good. That's a good, um, rivalry. That's a good back and forth. Um, I dig it. Yeah, I am. Um, there was some speculation that Mad Bum's uh, destined for 
New York. Do, do you want to see him in Boston? The Yankees? Um, sure. Yeah. No. Do you, oh, yeah, yeah. I would take him. I would too. Yeah, for sure. Um, workhorse. And it's, it's, I mean, he's a good postseason. Well, see, it's you can't look f- forward to the World Series, but I mean, that's a guy you'd want batting, right? <laughs> In the World Series, like it, you know, that's he's true. not a liability. That's true. He's very much a a formidable hitter. Um, okay, all right, move, let's move on. Shit, we're see, we haven't talked in so long that we just want to cover all the just mumbling, um, yeah, but Warriors Raptors. Warriors Raptors. Warriors. Yeah, how did we start talking about this? Uh, because I wanted we talked about cargo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it it's your fault. Good. Um yeah, you said uh, you know, people are you, you think the tide has turned on on Golden State, right? That people are sick of that dynasty. Yeah. I kind of disagree. Uh I, I don't want to be that the what if guy, but I mean Toronto could very easily win this series. Right at this point, you're up. They're up three one. It's very unlikely that that Golden State comes back, but at the end of the day, they're going to win it because KD was not there, and it'll always be that. Well, did you really? Did you really beat you know Golden State at their best, mm-hmm. or, or did you not? And uh, it sounds like it sounds like KD's going to play tonight. Um, I mean, it's it. So so, what are the other three one series? Right, Golden State lost. Who are up three one against Cleveland in that. Uh, NBA championship they mm-hmm. lost a couple years ago, and then it happened another time. Uh, Oklahoma Oklahoma City, when they still had KD, was up three one on Golden State. So I mean, I, there's recent history of of teams sort of uh, capturing or recapturing some momentum and 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 doing something with it. I don't know. I I suspect if if KD is even you know seventy five percent tonight, uh, that the Warriors probably win that game. And then and then it's a you know it's a two game series that goes back to that goes back to the bay. So, I uh, I'm I'm rooting for, you know, a lot of the Stanley Cup that's going on right now, a game 7. Um it regardless of who wins. I like, you know, Kawhi's good. Seems that we obviously. would be destined for that game 7, right? I mean, I think I don't know the Would you rather see even if you want Golden State to lose a series, don't you want to see them win tonight? Yeah. Cuz yeah, I do. Of course, I do. I do. I don't want like a shitty like series. a 4 a 4-1. I don't want it. <laughs> Particularly because because Toronto should have won game two that they lost. They should have won yeah. that game as well. Like the series yeah. should be over. Yeah. And if they, you know, they, they lost that game. If, if, if they let KD give him a couple extra days to get healthy and come back and, and be a factor in the series, it might bite him in the ass. And that'll be some incredible TV. I'll be excited to watch that. Can I say one thing about this series too? Nuggets fans, granted the Nuggets were really good this year. Uh, and and it looks like they'll be pretty good for for the foreseeable future for the next couple of years. Anyhow, they still got to be pissed that they lost Masai Ujiri, who left the GM spot in in the Nuggets because the Cronkies didn't want to pay him and went to Toronto. And look at the 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 team he's built up there. I mean, mm-hmm. they've been good for what they four have or five been, years. Yeah, now? like sneaky good. I mean, they've been they've been relevant. They are yeah. obviously a competitive team. I don't know. And their fan base seems so crazy. Yeah, they are. just doing. They're just they're 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 lining up at seven in the morning and stuff like this. I mean, I, mean, I should it's five hours away. I should I should drive to Toronto. And go there were uh, there was a group of probably fifteen college age women uh, at at LAX with Raptors stuff on, and it appeared that they had flown from Toronto to LAX, drove up to the game, then drove back and went. Yeah, wow. 
Why didn't you just fly to maybe SFO? It was, maybe it was cheaper. I mean, they're they <laughs> or to San Jose or to a million maybe closer airports. Kids are I don't mean, yeah, I don't know. Even like, yeah, yeah. Southwest didn't fly. Oh, yeah, like not that. a nice airport. Or, and this is the funnier read, they thought that uh, Golden State played oh in the God. Staples Center. What if that was the case? <laughs> or they thought the Lakers made the finals? They thought, the, yeah, they thought so it was the Lakers. There. That's just mean. It's mean, mean spirited. Uh, what we're saying. They seemed like they knew their <laughs> basketball. So, they knew it was yeah. So, on. I guess there's that. When is the game? Is it tonight? It's tonight. Tonight. All tonight. right. I think it's, I hope I should still be jet lagged. So, I'm sure I'll stay up wide awake for the entire game. Yeah. You should have you no, should have and no big deal watching it. Plus, it's on seven. It's on prime time where you live. Coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nine o'clock. It was better in Australia, though. I watched the game at like eleven o'clock in the morning. Oh man, isn't that great? <sighs> Amazing. The beer is terrible, though, in Australia. It's just yeah, really. New Zealand, fantastic. This is nothing, but just nothing but Fosters. No, I learned that Australians don't drink Fosters. They drink VB. No one should. Victoria Correct. Bitter. Victoria Victor Victoria Bitter. Um, that's like their their uh. Bud, Bud Light Coors, Coors Light, Light. Yeah. BB. Drink a lot of no, no. And it's not I didn't good. drink that. No, I I drank their macro version of IPAs, which were not good. Um, but I figured you'd just be drinking a bunch of Malbec. I didn't. Bit. I should have just done that, man. It's like France, where the wines like drink five dollars wine a bottle for something that would cost seven hundred here. You know. Um, <laughs> no, but but New Zealand, fantastic beer, fantastic beer. Apparently they. Oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to ruin anything because we cover it in next week's podcast, or I do, with with my friend Hugh Grierson, who uh, he was, we I recorded, recorded, one, I recorded one in Sydney, and I recorded one in New, in uh, Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, so you're writing some I think I am. My father-in-law said that I definitely <laughs> should do that, and he is a person who's has some significant business savvy. So, yeah, I'll be writing some of that off. But apparently they, they grow a shitload of hops in New Zealand, but all the hops growers export them to the U.S. So it's not like it's ex- mm. it's way too expensive for an actual brewer in New Zealand to buy New Zealand hops. And so this guy was like, he's, yeah, he's That's huge. Bizarre. This is the weirdest, I, dude, I, I, we're not even talking about sports, but it's an interesting story. So Hugh has this, um, he's, he was like the first guy in not just Auckland, but New Zealand to have multiple breweries taps on. And his bar is like a storage unit, just tiny, right? But it's got like 35 taps of just, obviously the like the best craft beer you can find in New Zealand. And so his entire career, he's been making small, small batch beer, like the size that you would have in your basement and fighting um, legislation against craft beer in New Zealand. So it was an interesting interview huh. um, because it's this up and growing, uh, up and yeah, up and growing industry there. And um, anyhow, let's, that, that's a good transition. Actually, tune in to the next. That's a good transition to. I want to talk just about sports down under because it was it was. Uh, I don't want to say that it was crazy different. It wasn't. I think it's just there are different sports there. I was telling Dan Lair uh, when I got into the office this morning, I went out and I just wanted to kind of take in some of the sports culture in both Australia and New Zealand. So there was a, an afternoon uh, each at each location that I left the wife and kids and went to a pub and you know took it all in. But it's the World Cup of Cricket now. And so I yeah. ended up at a at a at a Pakistani fucking uh, uh, watch party 
that was just insane. Like just just crazy. Insane. Like it's like it's like being in New England for a Patriot like in Boston for a Patriots Super Bowl. Or I mean, think about any World Cup match that we watched two years ago at a at a bar. Um, I think you and I talked about going to that uh the 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 Mexican bar on Logan um to watch Mexico and I think it was Brazil. And it was just it's just wild. Like people are, yeah. are nuts. So I maybe think that sports fans are crazy no matter where you go. And it just happens to be cricket. Cricket and, and rugby, obviously in New Zealand, but um yeah. cricket is just fucking huge. My God, it's massive. Have you watched much? It's really fun. Been watching a lot. It's I watched watch. I, got, I kinda got hooked on it. I kinda got hooked on it down there. It was on TV all the time, replays and live. And so oh it is. It's a blast to watch. I mean, it's got so much baseball in it that if you like baseball at all, it's it's fun to watch. And, and I mean, it's it's and it's pretty easy to wrap your head around, you know. It's actually the rules sound more complicated than they actually are. You know, you just whoa, what are you watching there, guys? No wow. idea. Wow, is that? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's I'm happening. I'm not sure. My phone was ringing, and I tried to cancel it, and the music started happening. Death metal. Um, what I okay, so I, I ended up. Uh, we ended up doing like this tour in it, it's all day tour in New Zealand that was you take you down into the. I don't know if it's a rainforest, but you know, New Zealand is, is yeah. a pretty, um, it's, it's like Hawaii, uh, from what I've heard, you know, it's basically volcanoes and then you know, what's the weather down there. It's like fall. Uh, it's fall going into winter. Um, Auckland is, is like, uh, what did the guy compare it to? Uh, San Francisco. Oh, okay. So it's like that, you know, it gets a little chilly sometimes, but it's pretty, you know, some rain, but it can have nice days and that's just how it is all year round. It just stays that way. But, um, went on, on a tour with Sean, Sean, what the hell was Sean's last name? Can't remember. Uh, he was an old forest ranger who had kind of has semi-retired and now was doing these tours. Um, and we of course looked super American touristy, but nobody else showed up on this tour. So there were supposed oh. to be 18 and there was just four of us. So we got like this private tour. He actually took us, I should send you some pictures, this hidden beach. Um, there's like the main beach outside Auckland where everybody surfs. And there's a hidden beach. If you go like through a cave when the, when the tide's low and it was just amazing. Like there were penguins. We couldn't see the penguins, but you could see the penguin like tracks. Yeah. It went up there and slept uh, at, at night and then would go swim during the day. But um, cool. he was saying, so we're, you know, hey, what do you do? All this. We're talking about sports and everything. And I got to talk about sports and politics. And he was saying that New Zealand has many of its own issues when it comes to sports and politics. And one of the big issues is that their, is their PM, their prime minister, I believe, uh, the previous one or pre the two before, uh, actually like was this huge supporter of the All Blacks and really leveraged the All Blacks and that kind of national fervor for the All Blacks, right? The, the national yeah. rugby team. Um, to 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 get into office and he was talking about like just how not shady but so clear the connection between politics and sports were uh, in new zealand and because new zealand and its its cultural history which is the maori people um and they do the the dance right that everybody knows that you see the haka. the haka dance right like that is 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 uh you know obviously uh kind of it's it's intertwined with their politics and their sport and all of this and um you know people there's a lot of taxpayer money that goes to funding sport not just there but also in australia i, I saw that you know um our uber driver was complaining about the increase in taxes that are uh, that happened in order to pay for the new uh australian or sydney's rugby stadium which is going to be like what did he say 150 million 
uh, and that's Australian dollars. So it's not, you know, it's like a hundred million US dollars, but still, I mean, it's, it's, they're, they're not huge stadiums, but we drove by it. I mean, it's like state of the art stadium for, for rugby. Um, and you know, to keep up all these parks, uh, in order to play sport and all of that, it was, it was, it was kind of fascinating, um, how much, uh, sport plays a part in in both of those cultures and even uh we went to the olympic site from the, the sydney 2000 olympics and you know they pay millions of dollars a year to just keep that up uh in ways that you know you don't see in brazil where things have just kind of fallen apart but um you know they 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 the rugby uh they took they took over the baseball diamond because there used to be baseball in the olympics and that that's now sorry that's where the cricket team plays and so uh it's just interesting stuff i guess i think um when we get pissed off and we say that oh we should keep our politics out of sports um i just wanted folks to realize that it's not an american uh phenomenon it's the same way across the globe and it's it's not we just take it to the next level well i don't even know if it's that i think that it's that it's it's more consistent here because of professional sports. Um, I, I think we see it more often. We're pinged more often by it. I, but I think, you know, at, at the international s- scale or in international situations, you have World Cup soccer, you have World Cup cricket in which that fandom comes out at the from from your politicians right or paying for those teams uh, uh takes pa- taxpayer money paying for those facil- facilities takes taxpayer money and i think you just don't see it as often there it happens but you don't see it as often because it's just doesn't it only happens every four every two years or whatever it is and so i guess that that was my point it's also um i learned that professional rugby in australia the players only make about i wanted to say like two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year um and so endorsements are really big yeah. for them they have to make a lot of money on endorsements and even the teams have to make a lot of money on endorsements so they're all wearing you know uh you know logos on their on their jerseys on their i don't know if they're called jerseys or kits or sweaters or what but um yeah you'll see that over there and that's the reason right they gotta you know rugby being an extremely violent sport with its own concussion issues you know you gotta pay for your wife and kids and you know, your, or your partner and, and your kids. And so there's a lot of, of that kind of business element to it. Um, it was, it was, it was kind of fascinating. Uh, and so, you know, rugby players on uh, beer cans, etc. The big story though, is the one was the Australian rugby player who, uh, made the Instagram post about, uh, same sex marriage and all of this basically said homosexuals are going to hell and, uh, uh transgender people are going to hell. And so he was reprimanded, I believe, uh, penalized and suspended by some Australian soccer team, the Australian national team, or, uh, not Australian, sorry, uh, or not soccer, but rugby. And he's he's suing the rugby federation for something. So hmm. anyhow. Um, it is true that a lot of uh, other countries don't have the same free speech protections and you can get, you know, even be held criminally liable for some of these things that in the United States are kind of considered yeah. legitimate yep. protected speech. <sighs> but anyhow, it was, uh, it was quite the experience. I'm extremely glad that, that we did it. I, we missed, I missed a rugby game by one day in New Zealand. It would have been fun to go to Eden park to watch a, oh, yeah. a match, but, um, and they also got what Australian rules football down there, which is, you know, mm-hmm. kind of a variation on rugby, but they play yeah. a lot of baseball, like yeah. American style baseball, soccer, and basketball well. is pretty big soccer. down there. Yeah, basketball was huge. Holy shit! Soccer. It was, um, I mean, the the finals were on every bar 
in in Bondi Beach. So there's that. Um, I know. Let's see what else. That was cool. Go down there if you can. It's definitely worth the trip. I highly recommend it. Sydney was. Uh, I, I mean, you've been to Europe. You've seen it all. The same things that I have. I think Sydney might be my new favorite international city. Just beautiful, big, beautiful, uh, well kept. It was like uh, a combination of of Paris, where everything is is you know meticulous in terms of their gardens, like everything's mowed every and in Seattle, yeah. right? So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was kind of okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes um, sense. Very, very cool. Um, really, a lot of fun. So, if you listen to our show and you like beer, um, check out the Unfiltered podcast that Brian's brother Jay and I do. Um, because I went to, let's see, I went to Sauce Brewing Co. In, in Sydney and met with Mike Clark, and then I went to uh, Hopscotch Beer Company in Auckland, New Zealand, and talked with uh, Hugh Grierson, the guy I was telling you about um you can find that unfiltered by tivoli you have to search that wherever you get your podcast but anyhow let's move on to our last story which you and i have talked about for a few weeks but i thought we might as well get to it i've uh i've been able to avoid the trump story for or, you know the trump the trump family as much as possible for the last two weeks the uh, although they were they did visit the queen and uh, believe it or not the queen is still a big part of the culture in both australia and new zealand it was the queen's birthday so they had a three-day weekend in Auckland when I was there, and she's still on all their money. But uh, interesting, interesting hey, stuff. Hey, can I ask an Australia question really quickly? Yeah, did you have it. Did yeah. you have card currency? Did you have paper money there? Yes. I've heard they've transitioned to where it's all like plasticized now. Is that right? Is that accurate? Like, like uh, laminated kind of. Yeah, it's like the- It's like, like waterproof. You can't rip it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, it's like a peso, right? Oh, a peso being, like that too? Yeah. Why do we have stupid yeah. paper money? I heard it on the 99PI. They talked about that. I would assume it has to do with the the, the weather, right? Like, oh, shit, we have I weather. Mean, <laughs> weather and access to beaches. How about that? Like where you're actually going to have to have money in your pocket while you're getting wet. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I would assume, you know, that's part of it. I don't know. I'm probably wrong. No, that's a good guess. We'll take it. Uh, so, yeah, they did have that kind of money. And you also don't tip much down there, which was kind of nice. In a lot of places, there actually was no line yeah, on yeah, yeah. the receipt the tip. I've so, seen that. That's kind of cool. Ate a shitload of Indian food for some reason, by the way. Uh, so Nothing much wrong with that. No, and then also, Lord of the Fries is a vegan fast food chain. A lot of vegan eating down there. As you know, my wife is, is vegan. And so uh, for me, um, I like food that's not vegan. But uh, this place was fucking delicious. It was legit. Uh, have you had one of those Impossible Burgers yet? I have not, no. Dude, had one in LA. It tastes like a greasy fucking um, bowling alley burger. Uh, I mean, it was, it was, I was like, oh, this is a problem. Because I was like, oh, people are going to eat this because I think it's healthy. But it's not. It's got to have like a billion calories. Really? Because it's just, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it tastes like a burger. It's a burger. It, it's but it's just fried it's just gnarly huh. it's just i mean yeah it's like a it's like a flat top fried burger that it will Weird. kill you if you have too many of them. i'm but i'm anyhow, skeptical okay. because everyone just keeps saying plant-based and i don't know what that means uh yeah i don't know i haven't actually looked into it too much it's the same like just, impossible and beyond are those this, are those the same thing different impossible is much closer to um it's the texture and the taste that people look for mm-hmm. actually you know who's, who's talking to uh, shane shane well, you're, you know what I had that tastes a lot like a burger? 
a burger, a burger. A burger. Look at you. Look at you. Yeah, it was delicious. <laughs> Fucking nuts. <laughs> Thank you. It was greasy just like a burger, and it tasted. Just it was like a burger. burger. <laughs> Let's talk about Trump for five ten minutes. There was an article. Uh, so I guess yeah. the back the background is uh, Rick Riley, who used to write for Sports Illustrated. That's how I know Rick Riley. I don't know what he's doing now. He's maybe writing for Sports Illustrated still. Maybe he's freelance. You know, baseball. Writing books. writing books, right? Commentator, well known. He, he's got a new book out. Came out a while ago, actually, um, maybe two months ago. Commander in Cheat, and yeah. it's basically it's about Donald Trump, and it's about Donald Trump's uh, golf and Donald Trump. If you didn't know this, golf has played a significant part of Donald Trump's personal life, but also his business life for decades. He owns a lot of golf courses um, around the girl around the globe. Uh, the interesting, interesting thing, interesting thing about, uh, this particular story, which is in Vox, but there's also a story in golf magazine is Trump being a cheater. Um, and the tie between, you know, what you do on the golf course says a lot of, a lot about you, uh, and how you handle relationships out, off of the golf course. And I, t- I tend to agree with that. Um, having been a caddy for a long time. So anyhow, uh, Trump, Every golf course that he plays or is a member of, he he wants to play in the uh, club championship, and he makes sure that he wins. But the uh, the big story was the this he played like a what was it, a six hole match with a guy that that actually won the club championship. And um, I don't want to ruin much, but the the crazy story is that uh, Trump it's a par three. Trump hits one in the water. Uh, the, this is this this uh, sorry this last six holes. They're playing for the championship. Um, this guy that won the championship and his son are playing with Trump. Trump hits it. This is while Trump's president, by the way. Uh, yeah, Trump hits it, hits it in the water. The kid and the other member, you know, don't. In fact, the kid puts it on the green. They get up to the green and the caddy had changed the kid's golf ball to Trump's golf ball. And the caddy said, that no, that's the president's ball. And so it's just this kind of crazy ass shit that he does and that he's known for, quite honestly. That's the crazy part is, is every story that you read about anybody, you read from anybody who's played golf with Trump say that he's a cheater. Like he cheats nonstop, which is kind of crazy. What do you, I mean, is this entertaining to you or is it saddening? I find it frustrating as a guy who loves golf. Yeah. If you read the, the, the Vox article where they're interviewing Riley, he sort of, people's uptake about this is really interesting, right? Some people say, oh, look, this proves all my, you know, kind of suspicions about Trump as a politician or as a president, as a, as a leader or whatever. Um, and, and maybe there's something to that. Maybe there isn't, I don't know. I, it's, it seems like there's a, a cogent argument, argument to be made there, but Riley makes this other argument, which is we don't have to be mad about this as Democrats or Republicans or as, you know, people who are worried about the state of our union. We should be pissed off about this as golfers, mm-hmm. as um, people who like sports, um, and I mean, there, there are a bunch of, he, he, he lays this out in the book, but it's also in this Vox piece, pretty clear that there are certain sports that, um, rely on sort of self-governance and self-officiating. If you ever played, you know, um, like high school tennis, for example, you don't have an official, oh. you know, you, you call balls ins and out yourself. You played high school golf. I'm mm-hmm. sure you didn't have an official. You're supposed to uh, kind of police each other, but even that you can't watch every shot that everyone's doing. You can't see if they're you know, using the old foot wedge or improving their lie or, or, or anything like that. So, um, you know, there's room for cheating. So the game, the bedrock of the game is sort of honesty about, about what you're shooting. Um, 
all that all that being said, right? There there are millions of Sunday golfers who go out and and yeah, listen, dude. I improve my lie all the time. I'm not a good enough golfer to hit it off of uh, you know a, a pine cone or whatever. But I'm also not walking around claiming club championships. I'm not walking around claiming that I'm you know a a, a three handicap or a four handicap or whatever he says he is when he's clearly not that. Um, I'm not you know when I'm done playing with people, I'm not rubbing my my scores in their in their face. So. Um, there, you, you can't have it both ways, right? You can't both cheat all the time and then sort of represent, represent yourself as uh, a, a fantastic golfer whose scores are the benefit of only athleticism and not um, rule breaking, I guess. No, but I think it's, I think it's, it's silly and it's funny and it's crazy. The stories are crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, okay. So, so here's the thing, I guess, here's my take. You and I are playing just, you know, Saturday for some, there is usually good weather a pressure to play kind of quick so so what you're doing in terms of improving your lie or like you're doing it to speed up the game right like shitty golfers don't mean you have to that doesn't mean you have to be a slow golfer right like that's my take you can be shitty yes that's totally fine trump that's not the case here right like this is this is it's a competitive game of golf in, in almost every situation, right? I'm sure he's playing competitively with he's gambling with the people he's playing. Like there's an expectation that that you don't cheat if the yeah. other person isn't also going to cheat. I don't even want to call it cheating. It's 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 you know the, the unwritten unwritten rules of golf, right? If you no. and I are golfing and we're both taking like, someone else's ball and throwing it in the yeah. water, that's just yeah. cheating. That's not improving a no. lie. I mean, those are not in the same category. No, and it's also like okay, um, yeah, I don't, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, uh, it, you, you kind of, you, you pointed out uh, exactly what I meant too, is that this isn't a political issue, right? This is, this is very much a character issue. This is, this is crazy. Like it's, this is, don't pretend to be something you're not. Yeah. If that makes sense. Don't, don't pretend well, that you're, yeah. Anyhow, go ahead. It, it, it really does baffle me the entire thing. I mean, once you get deeper and deeper in, in, into the stories that are, I haven't read the book, but I've read uh, lots and lots of summaries and I've, I've watched some interviews that Riley did on TV and I've read some, this Vox article being one of them. And he recounts a lot of these stories he did on NPR. And the deeper you get, you just scratch your head. Like apparently he drives and has, uh, he probably, he was in, he was in his course in Ireland or Scotland this weekend. Um, I think he takes his golf carts with him, which is kind of crazy. What? Or, or maybe he just has them there. It's his golf course. But I, I guess he has these like souped up golf carts. You've driven them. They're not very fast. He has like souped up ones that are faster. And in the book, I think it's in the book. Um, uh, but one of these stories that Riley tells is that he always tees up first, even if he doesn't have honors. And then he speeds up ahead of everybody, like before they're even teeing off so he can put his ball where he want it. And then he's got all of, I was going to ask you this as a caddy. Have you ever like been instructed to cheat for people? No, I have not, but I will. There was, there was, there was pot. Have you seen it? Have you seen Because that's in the book too, that apparently all of his caddies are instructed, like here, load your pockets up with balls and get up there. And you know, some of it is, um, some of the cheating I suspect is not even cheating that he's doing, but like people around him know that he wants to win at any cost. So they do some of the cheating for him. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? No, that makes sense. I have not, I have not been told to cheat, but I'm going to be frank, like shitty golfers. I have improved there. I've gone out and like taken balls. Just, just done it for yeah. it. <laughs> like, okay, this sucks. Right. Or, um, 
you know, I'll, I'll, yeah, for sure. Like improve lives, get, you know, move balls from behind trees just to keep the shit going. I mean, and I think that is something that you're expected to do as a caddy, especially if it's not a tournament, if it's not competitive, then, you know, you keep things moving. You have to, and you get that, you get that order from, you know, course marshals from the, from as, as far up as the, you know, superintendent, really? from the superintendent, even like on tournament days. So let's say that there's a team, you know, a, a four man best ball, which isn't a scramble. Four man best ball is, is technically you take the t- top two scores, uh, on a, on a, on a each hole from a team. And so if there's a team, you know, that's out of the running for it, you know, I've had the superintendent come out and say, okay, you know, let's keep this going. Let's, 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 let's move, move along. along. Right. Okay. okay all right. Yeah. You know, sure. Um, because oftentimes they don't really report their, they won't report their scores uh, into the system, so it's not going to affect any handicap. So it doesn't matter. That doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. So, but I've never been told to cheat for anybody. I haven't. I lo- I love this thing in this Vox article that you sent that um, is like you know if if Trump was as good as he says he is, right? Then how come when he plays in events where he's not able to cheat, does he not do well? Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's played in the Pebble yeah. Beach Pro-Am. We know that he played in this thing that's in uh, Reno or whatever. That's where he had sex with Stormy Daniels, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and Riley said he played there too, that he, he he's never made the cut at Pebble Beach. He's never finished in the top half. His teams haven't finished in the top half of this uh, charity thing that happens in, um, in Reno. Like, <laughs> it's bizarre that you've got all these club championships and you've got all these, you know, crazy scores that give you a, a three handicap when you're playing only on your golf course with, you know, nobody kind of looking over your shoulder. And then you go to a, a place that's uh, a, an actual competition where maybe there's TV cameras. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're not, you're not nearly as good as you say you are. I mean, that's, that's pretty telling if you ask me. That says a lot in my opinion, it says a lot. So, um, I don't know. It's uh, it is golf season. Uh, I wish. When are you coming out here? What day? Wednesday. Wednesday. Are, it's Wednesday. Are we doing the? Are we doing the 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 World Cup or the Concacaf thing? I signed you up. Yeah. Are we? Yeah, you are. I just signed you up. So oh, cool. You got a badge with your picture on it. So that's sweet. You and I and Dan. I think I'm gonna try to get. I think Brock wanted to do it. Jay can't because he. Oh. Yeah. Whatever. I actually never asked my wife. <laughs> You're just gonna do it. No, I'll no. Have to, I'll have to double check, but hopefully I can. Yeah, hopefully. It's gonna be fun. So that's so look for Brian and I next week if you're watching some of the CONCACAF game. I don't know if they're probably on Fox, I would assume. Maybe FS1. We're gonna be uh I think yeah. we're on the field to make sure that photographers don't get too far on the field. So we should be Security. Yeah, we're basically like a specific, a very specific kind of security. Mm-hmm. That's us. If a drunk runs on the field, you don't touch him. But if a photographer yeah. gets, yeah, you gets too have, close, we'll have hey, back the fuck up. Tasers and everything. <laughs> you got a telephoto lens, man. You don't need to be any closer. Just zoom in. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna uh, go get ready to. I start the sports class today, so I got to go print off some hey. syllabi, and um, I'm we're gonna watch it through the eyes of movies. Are you going to assign them any uh, sports nerds to listen to? I'm not. I'm not. Go find some episodes that don't have any F-bombs and make them listen. Oh, I don't mind the F-bombs. It's oh, okay. just uh, uh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. I haven't even thought about that. I, you know, putting the syllabus together, I was trying to find good readings that are relevant and um, all that, but also not to overwhelm them because we're going to a Rockies game in July. So that's, that's awesome. like that's yeah. a great idea. And then, you know, I'm supposed to have class. How many people are in the class? Is it just packed? 13. What's the, what was the cap? 20. But it means oh, wow. it's a 4,000 class. It's a hard, oh, okay, hard, okay. hard class. Yeah. We read, 
we go, we take some deep dives. On, it's the shit that you and I, like, they're going to have to read some Foucault and some, you know, some shit. So, you sign on my discs. Yeah, I should. No, I should. You should. Uh, actually, I should have you teach them on Wednesday while I go to the Cubs game. <laughs> so, all right, uh, my friend, I'll see you in a week. And everybody else, make sure you sign up for our. Well, no, remember, I'm out in a week. Sorry, interrupted. Oh, you, you will out? see me in a week. I understand. Yeah, Sorry. Just, Edit that part out. Take care of that in post. Yeah. Here, here, you'll be out I'm, here I'm in a week. Uh, we should just do it on the spot, sports nerds from sure. Mile High Stadium. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, have a good day, bud. And we'll talk later. Later. See ya.